Hi everyone and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today I am going to tackle a tremendously awful, bad, aversive myth that is sabotaging a lot of marriages that I see. And that is that if a man just acts more confident, he becomes more attractive to his wife and she wants to sleep with him more. In fact, many times, as many of y'all know from listening to this who have tried these, um, you know, ways of engaging and who have looked on the internet and you're like, I know all I need to do is kind of work out, be more confident, become my own man. And guess what? You get laid less. So um, if that's even possible for some of us, it's mathematically impossible, unfortunately. Um, But you know, there is a pernicious, that's the word I was going for originally, um, myth that women just want really, really confident men like James Bond. And they don't. So I could talk to you about why your efforts in this domain have actually worked against you, which is, you know, pretty depressing. But really, then only by knowing something can you potentially work, the, do the opposite and change your MO. Uh, before we do that, please do subscribe. I'm going to have one coming up about what personality types I see in my office that end up in sexless marriages. So if you are in a sexless marriage, you can just then easily just change your personality in accordance. No, I'm kidding. That's hard. But at least you could be aware of the issues perhaps or of what risk factors there are that could make a couple at higher risk of being in a sexless marriage eventually if you know that you or you fear that you're on that track. So uh, every time you subscribe, an angel gets its wings. Anyhow, um, moving forward, oh, and also, of course, do reach out for therapy to bestlifebehavioralhealth.com. I will link you to that as well because more and more people, maybe it's the kids are out of school right now, and so that makes you feel crazier. (laughs) And so more people want therapy, so I will link you to that. Okay, so getting back to the topic at hand, so a lot of internet advice, particularly in male communities on the internet, say that if you just act more confident, you get all your shit together, you go start going to the gym, you get your hobbies, you get friends, you stop being such a sad sack, you're going to be more appealing to your wife. This sounds totally uh, intuitive, you know? So a lot of guys really grab the bull by the horns. They start lifting, they start this, they start that, whatever. Okay. Now, if this was a research experiment, which it isn't, but if I could snap my hands and make one, I would look at the moderating variables there. The guys for whom this works uniformly have higher emotional intelligence and they are already at starting at a better place. So these are the guys from what I see when it works that going out, uh, going to the gym, you know, getting your hair cut again, stop look like such a schlump, all of that. The guys for whom that works were already in a closer place with their wives. Their sexless state was more temporary, if at all. They may honestly just be trying to go from once a week to multiple times a week. Um, and and or this um, their connection with their wife on an emotional level remained close even during the sexless time. Now, there's a whole bunch of guys that this goes the opposite for, and I'll tell you why. So what do I mean the opposite? They start lifting, start doing all this shit, gets worse. 
Wife looks at them with more contempt. She's more detached. She's more into Instagram in the evenings. She don't go up and feel your muscles for shit. She looks annoyed when you take your shirt off, even more annoyed. Why could this be? And by the way, like if you're a guy who feels like this, frequently you feel like a total freak because it goes against everything that you're reading. You're like, why am I the only idiot that goes to the gym and my wife wants to fuck me less? You're not. You're not alone. So frequently at those times, is when men come into therapy, right? Because they're like, I tried this DIY and I must be the only sad sack on the planet that this didn't work for. So what's next, right? So what is the moderating variable? If this actually goes worse, you got to look at your emotional intelligence and your ability to empathize. Basically, what this means is, does your wife think you're a huge asshole? If your wife thinks you're a huge asshole because you can't really empathize, and so, you listen, you may have the emotional intelligence of my coffee pot here because you never got taught how to be emotionally intelligent by a woman. Your mother was kind of MIA emotionally, didn't have sisters, and your current wife is shit at discussing emotion. Um, so it's not your fault. But in the case where you are coming off like a narcissistic jerk, you'll know. She will have mentioned this at some point. Then you going to the gym, focusing on your hobbies and your friends makes you look like more of an asshole. Truly, think about it. If your problem with your wife was that she was too detached from you, would she make you more into her by going out more with her girlfriends and going to Zumba more and getting her nails done more? Fuck no. You'd be like, Jesus Christ, you know, it's everything but me all the damn time. So for men that are in sexless or low sex marriages that are trying to remediate the problem by being more confident, the moderating variable in this flow chart that leads to one or the other outcome appears to be the emotional connection pre-existing. If your wife has already said she thinks you're self-centered, it's going to go worse for you because this is going to be taken as even more uh, evidence that you, in fact, are self-centered. Look, you go for hours to the gym. You make all these friend connections. You'll, you, you know, you're buying clothes with the same budget that she's trying to buy clothes for the kids from. And what the fuck is how she's thinking. Now, you may think it's pretty obvious that I am feeling alone and insecure. I may have even have verbalized that to my wife. And so for her to think that I'm a soulless asshole would not be possible. Man, listen, if you really believe that, I have a bridge to sell you. Your wife definitely does not think about you as a vulnerable, insecure, sad guy if you're going to the gym and doing all of this stuff. She's really not. It doesn't matter what words you have said. To her, this looks like, because think about how women are. The majority of women, as soon as you have kids, your hobbies die on the vine, and they pick back up in, you know, maybe like 10 years or something. <laughs> you know, maybe you go to the gym, but that's just so that your body does not turn into, you know, jelly. And your hobbies are basically reading parenting books, uh, working, <laughs> and uh, answering emails from your kid's school. And this is me, and I consider that I am not um, 
a super big people pleaser like your wife is likelier to be if she's more normative on the scale of women people pleasing. So many women, their hobbies die even quicker than mine did. Not that, again, this is again mathematically impossible <laughs> because for most women they go away instantaneously so you can't go less than zero. You can't have negative two hobbies. But anyhow, so your wife, you may feel that this is very unfair because in fact your self-esteem is in the toilet. You may even have tried to convey this to your wife previously, although I'll bet you spoke in a very rational measured tone that did not in any way indicate to her that you in fact do feel insecure. That is, you got to learn to communicate differently. You can refer back to my empathy podcast and vulnerability and do women like emotional men. Those would be the key ones to refer back to. Um, But anyhow, uh, the point being If you engage in these confidence builders, your wife doesn't see them as confidence builders. She thinks, here's the asshole being more of an asshole. Here we go. Already he didn't give me enough time, attention, etc. And our emotional connection was gone. And now it has to be around his gym schedule, his workout schedule, his this schedule, his that schedule, and whatever else. And on top of it, you as a man are trying not to be um, what you may think of as a whiny bitch so you're not even asking for sex and connection anymore as a lot of you know places advise now your wife is there's another moderating variable if you want to get fancy you know if we were really doing SPSS as I have nightmares about from uh, graduate school that's a statistics program we could go on another level and say that it's based also on your wife's attachment style If your wife is avoidant, she's going to like this stuff more. You're probably not going to get laid more, but your wife will like you doing your own thing more because she wants to do her own thing. She don't want your dumb ass in the house. She wants to watch the TV she wants to watch without you. And um, you will know if this is your situation. (laughs) And, but if your wife is preoccupied attachment, then, or even a securely attached woman that just is really in a funk and doesn't want to be having sex and is going through some shit, you know, then she is going to not like you being gone. It's not going to lead to dread or whatever they say. It's going to lead to detachment. And sometimes it'll even lead to revenge independence, such as, okay, fucko, you have all your hobbies. Guess who's going to go back to scrapbooking? You know, me. And listen, if she's scrapbooking and you're, you know, at the gym, like you're taking off turns with the kids, you're, you're doing the relay, passing the baton with the children. When then are you really hanging out? You know, there, it's great for everybody to be self-actualized, but self-actualization often comes at the expense of the couple, as I previously discussed in many other episodes. So while if you are a sad and depressed man that feels that he's always doing only his wife's bidding, it's good for you personally, certainly, to, you know, get some hobbies. And I do certainly encourage men to do this. But, big but, there is the fact that your wife, if she is not avoidant, may be lonely, even if she doesn't verbalize it like that, and this may go worse. So there are some men that do not have a lot of emotional intelligence, again, through no fault of their own, and a lot, not a lot of experience empathizing with women. So they may think, all right, she's told me that I should go hang out with people and get a hobby. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to pick back up um, skiing. There we go. I like to ski. So I'm going to go away, you know, for a whole weekend, once a month with my buddies. She may be like, I thought you'd pick back up 
bike riding. I mean, shit, that's a couple hours Saturday morning. You're going to be gone for the whole weekend. But she can't say anything because she's the one who encouraged you to go. But this is the sort of hobby and commitment to yourself that will be thought of as selfish. So what you want probably to do in general is to as per usual, have more open conversations with your wife. You got to say, I mean, if men just literally narrated their internal experience on these men's sites, it, women would be so happy. Women are so happy when I do this. I'm like, hey, do you know that if he's like most guys, he's going on websites that are telling him to pick up a bunch of hobbies? And a lot of women will be like, wait, what? Really? No, that's terrible. I don't want him to pick up a bunch of hobbies. Like, I don't have any hobbies. Is that why he's always gone? Right? So sometimes this does more trouble than it's worth. And if there's going to be some philosophical argument over, well, you know, people ought to have hobbies, I don't do philosophical arguments. What I do is what I see in practice. There's a time of life with multiple young children and careers that the person with um, even a very high income should not really be doing that many hobbies. You know, I mean, the hobbies can be, if they can be worked around the family schedule in a non-intrusive way, okay. But if it turns into every morning you're getting up and lifting and so she's with the kids every morning you know, she may say that's okay because she doesn't know how not to say it's okay, but it, it may not be okay. And the majority of women who are not avoidant, this would cause a great deal of resentment and empathic ruptures. So like if, and, and also just not for nothing, she doesn't even have time then to just like hang out with you if you are the average couple with kids. Because a lot of that time is like being together in the morning and being together in the evening. And if you're like, well, she's not jumping my bones at any of those times, perhaps y'all are ships in the night and that's what you have to work on. Being present, loving, and attentive during the times you're together versus thinking you're going to make her somehow miss you and yearn for you by leaving. I've not seen this yet in marriage except for the moderating variables that I talk about. If it's already an avoidant woman, she likes you being gone more. Or if you already have kind of a close, good, and loving connection and you are then, uh, you know, just starting up a hobby and she's supportive of you and you're supportive of her. This is not the case that most of my people with sexless marriages are in. There's a lot of resentment and the woman thinks the guy's a dick. That's a key variable, underscore dick. She thinks he is selfish to start. So him becoming more into his own self is not thought to be a good, appealing James Bond kind of thing. Not at all. The entire fantasy of being with a James Bond-like man is that you're the one who gets to make him domestic and loving and attentive. So for the rest of the world, he's Mr. Confident in the boardroom. And with you, he loves you so much he would die for you. That is the ultimate female fantasy, is that unconditional love. You know, like he would, he would lay down his life for me. You can't think he's He's going to lay down his life for you if he won't even skip a workout. Girls do not think that's cute. I saw something on TikTok where it's like, um, like when she asks you to skip your workout and it was like the guy was like, he was like nodding his head really fast. Like, no, no, no. I would never let a woman tell me to, it was a, you know, young adult, not a married guy. I would never let her tell me to skip my workout. But then like you saw his face change and you know, you're led to believe that he's thinking about what he's missing out on. If she invites him to come over and he doesn't miss his workout, you know, you're led to believe that he would be missing out on a wonderful romantic or sexual encounter. And so he's reconsidering, you know, and he's thinking, I think, and then he gets up at the end, like as though he 
is going to go to the woman's house that just texted him and he is going to miss his workout. This is what women want. That is what women want. They don't yearn for the guy unless they're really fucked up and they have what men like to term daddy issues, which just means abandonment issues. And they are more borderline. You could refer back to my previous podcast on that. Um, Unless they have these issues, they don't want to be not prioritized. They don't respect and yearn for the man that shits on them in their thought. You being more consistent about your workout than you are about being romantic with them is shitting on them. And they're not wrong. Um, They want the man who is flexible and who would, of course, skip a workout for um, a a loving interaction. And if your response is, well, there's no loving interactions on offer, there could be if y'all engage differently and if you worked on two parts of the marriage, the sex life and the emotional connection. So many women do a lot better with extra love. Just like how I said, I have a post, what would your husband act like if he got all the physical affection he wanted? What would your wife act like if you were as romantic as she wanted? If you're Mr. Workout and you say, you know, sweetheart, this goes without saying, but if you ever need me here, I'll skip my workout. Of course. I mean, that goes without saying you come first. Just try that sentence. If you even try that sentence, you you will probably be in a better marriage in and of itself, and she will be more likely to have sex with you, you know? And if she has her own issues with sex, she will be more willing to work on them individually if she is in that sort of a relationship. That's like... Uh, the best thing like in a loving marriage so my husband says that a lot oh like I'm gonna go for a run or I'm gonna do but if you need me I will be here and so 95 9 percent of the time I say no go ahead but it's so different because you have in your mind oh this isn't somebody who's prioritizing something else if I would need him if I would need him he would prioritize me and remember you may do this and not tell her because you're emotionally avoidant and you don't know how to talk about emotions again no shame but it's something to work on in therapy and so therefore you may be missing loads of workouts to help her with the kids but you don't say it because you don't know that you're supposed to say it in fact you think it would be bad to say it because it would make her feel bad no 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 it's good to say it every time that you ever do anything for her say it just don't say it like an asshole say it like oh you know it's funny yesterday I thought that I might go for a run this morning but I didn't because you know you needed me and I I love spending the morning with you you know I'm glad I was here to help there bam wonderful you know she'll probably say oh I didn't know you were gonna go for a run you should have told me And look, you told her now, and you say, listen, it's not a big deal at all. I just told you because I want you to know I prioritize you. That is perfect. There's so many men who skip work trips and stuff that their wives don't even know about. This is leaving money on the table, and it really is just your discomfort with emotionality that makes you think this is a good decision and that you would somehow be guilt-tripping her. You're not guilt-tripping her to tell her that you prioritize her. That's a positive thing. So what to get from this podcast, A, listen to it with your partner, ask if that's what's really going on, and B, maybe if you have been trying the super confident route, reconsider. Think that perhaps in light of your pre-existing relationship and your pre-existing personality, the confidence is coming off as cocky and selfish, and there's no emotionally healthy woman that wants to be with a cocky, selfish man. And this may be 
the, 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 the missing piece in trying to understand why various things you have been doing to help, quote unquote, your marriage have not worked. All right. Hope you guys got something out of this and I will talk to everybody soon. Please do subscribe.